With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. To the my minister hour where you can get some pair of chains, nice and fill of power. All you gotta do is take one out, treat the words just like some food, then it get devoured. It's gonna help you stay focused, grind hard even when they don't notice. This the holy water, who gon' help me pose? Gonna make a plan and put it in motion. They do the most when you chose them. This for the ones who I spoke, lift you up when you broken. Welcome to the my minister hour Where well, you can get some prayer change Nice and fill of power All you gotta do is take one hour Treat the words of life for food Then it get devoured Greetings, God, beautiful people, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Mike Minister Hour. I am your host, as always, the Mike Minister, and you know, it's always an honor, it's always a joy, it's always a privilege to be with you yet again on another chapter in this beautiful journey. Y'all know what we are here for. We're getting closer to God. We're getting deeper in his word. We're getting a better understanding of ourselves, trying to understand each other better, making sure that we don't waste the days, waste the time, and let it be in vain, that we make sure that we're standing on God's word, that we make sure we're standing on his promises, that we make sure that we're standing and waiting on him, not trying to move him too fast, not complaining about what's going on. We have a joy in our heart that no man can understand. We have a peace in our mind that only God can give us. We are excited and we are expecting when you have a relationship with God, when you're spending time with God, when you're doing the things of God, you are entitled to have expectation. And that expectation shouldn't be something unreasonable or something for personal gain. Now, some things in life we need that's personal and it would help us gain, but y'all understand what I'm saying. Not selfish things. You could have an expectation for God to bless you. You could have an expectation for God to keep you. You can have an expectation that God will forgive you expectation that God will see you increase, not just in, in things that we can tangibly put our hands on, but spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally. That's what I'm talking about. So we thank God. We thank God. We honor God. We reverence God. We appreciate God. We love God. And God loves us. He loved us first. He made us. So of course he made us, of course he loves us. So that means he loves us with our shortcomings. He loves us when we fail. He loves us when we don't fail. He loves us when we say the wrong thing. He still loves us. And because he loves us, we should strive to be better than what we was yesterday. Strive to get to a higher level with him. Strive to help one another get to that place because we're not crabs and we're not in a barrel. So you don't have to worry about somebody else getting out and you being stuck. We all can go up the ladder. We all can get to the top of the mountain. We just got to be willing to help one another. It's bigger than us. I understand that this podcast is bigger than me. I understand that my walk is bigger than me because God does things for me. 
but he does things through me as well to help others. So it's bigger than me. Whatever I got going on, whatever I'm facing, yes, it is important to me and I should be dealing with it. But I understand that whatever I'm dealing with, first and foremost, God can see me through it. God will see me through it. And I understand that there's someone going through something worse than me. So I can be less annoyed, less complaining when I understand that, hey, we all going through something. We all have challenges. We all have trials and we all have access to the one true and living God. So understand on today, understand on every day of our lives that we have access to the answers. We have access to the healings. We have access to the one who can fix it all. How many times in life have we just wanted the access? How many times have we paid extra just to get the access? You think about going to a concert or going to a show, you will pay extra just to get the backstage access because you want to see what's going on behind the scenes. It ain't enough just to hear the song. I got to know what they're doing and prepping to come out to sing the songs. Shouldn't we want that access with God? You know what you got to spend to get that access with God? Some time with him. Spending time with him. Spending time in his word. It didn't cost you any money. You didn't have to pay and then may not get all the access that you really wanted. And now you're looking and like, oh, man, I paid that extra $100. You mean to tell me you won't, you're not willing to pay an extra 30 minutes, an extra hour in your day to get full access, to find out the answers that you've been seeking for, to get the love and the peace that we've been searching for in man, but have not attained it to the level that we need. It's only temporary. And it's only given in certain situations or it costs too much to even get it. So we thank God that everything he wants to give us is free. And all he asks for is a little bit of time. God is amazing, y'all. He's the Alpha and Omega. He will never leave nor forsake us. So we thank God for understanding who he is and what he is in our life as always. I pray that on this past week that God has been keeping you, that whatever situation that you've had, whatever you've been going through, whatever it is, whatever it is, give it over to God. Whatever you've been thinking about, it's not too small for him. That thought that you had is not too, you know, it's big because you came from his child. You think about your children and your children bring something to you. Well, mom, dad, I don't really know. No, you're my child. And whatever you need. Whatever I can do to help you, that's what I am here for. And that's what God is saying to us today. Whatever we need. Now, let's keep in mind, I, I like to make sure to put this disclaimer out here. Sometimes in life, we think we need something that we don't really need. So if you have that quote unquote need and it's not being fulfilled and you've been putting it before the Lord and, and you've been doing those things and being patient and it still hadn't come to pass, it might be. I'm not saying it is, but I'm saying it might be. That is not for you. So not everything that we don't get in life means that God has failed us, mean that God did God forsaken us. Some things God purposely keeps away from us because he understands better than we do what the result of that thing can be. So we thank God for keeping those things away. We thank God for keeping those things away that we thought we need that could have destroyed us, could have distracted us, could have taken us off the path. So we thank God for those things. Speaking of things. As always, I'd like to thank each and every one of you that tune in. I thank you for those that follow, those that like the show, those that are sharing. I encourage to continue to do that. We are here. I am here to spread as much encouragement to God's people as I can. I am willing. I am always ready. It says in the word to always be ready, always be ready to give 
and account for how good God is. And I didn't say it in those particular words, but I'm paraphrasing. And I like to say a lot of times I throw, well, this is in the word. Because I'm hoping that you go. We got Google. Y'all know how to Google everything. Google. Well, Mike Benson was saying this scripture talks about this. Find it. Because I'm, I'm hoping to invoke some type of research. Because like I've told you before, you should always be checking to see the man or woman of God is coming from the word and not trying to add their own agenda to the word because the word doesn't need any help. The word just needs to be taken to the people verbatim the way it is. So we thank God for his word while we're talking about that. Again, I thank each and every one of you. I, I can't say enough how encouraging it is to know that. And we, we all here when you do something and you do it from your heart, and you really just want it to be good. You just really want it to help people. I sincerely, when I record these episodes, I'm sincerely saying in my mind, God, I'm praying that this helps somebody. And to see that people are really taking to it, it, it really is encouraging to me. And it, and it helps me to feel that I am doing what God wants me to do. So, again, I thank each and every one of you. And this would be a good time to always say you can find us on Spreaker.com and the Five Life Podcast Network iHeart, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Deezer, CastBox, Podcast Addict, Podchaser, Podchaser, excuse me, Gyro Saving. You can even Google the Mike Minister Hour and you will find ways that you can listen to us. If you're on Facebook, you can search the Mike Minister Hour. I have a page on there. I'm working on some things to um, expand the reach of the, of the show and to do some other things. I talked about it before about doing some things to bring forth more. It's about encouraging God's people. And any way that God can utilize me to encourage his people, that's what I would like to be utilized for. So we thank God again. I, I pray that, and I say again, I pray, and I speak life into your situation right now in the name of Jesus. I speak, I speak a covering over God's people right now in the name of Jesus because we understand that we're living in a time when there's a lot going on. And every week, by the time I come back to talk to you, there's something going on. And the last couple of weeks, of course, we've been dealing with the war in Russia. But again, we know there's there's other things going on. You know, I know y'all see how the weather's going. Like we got some areas of the country right now that's dealing with winter weather. I'm in South Carolina and it's like summer. It was like 86 degrees. Good Lord. And I thank the Lord for it. Now, don't get it twisted because anywhere, it could be 20 degrees or 80 degrees. If I'm here to see it, I thank the Lord for that. And... Now, the part that's not as likable, when it gets warm, especially down here, that pollen comes out. And then of those of you who deal with the sinus issues, and I thank God because it's not as bad for me as it used to be. But I still have the sneezing and the achoo-achoo and the sniffles and the stuff of that nature. And, and you know, for some people, it's, it's more severe. And we have had more pollen falling lately, so that plays a part. But let's just make sure we stay vigilant and be careful. Make sure you do those things that's, that can help with with whatever you're dealing with. It could be sinuses, it could be headaches, it could be whatever it is that you're dealing with. If there's something that we can do, we, we a lot of times pray to God and we're supposed to take it to God. I tell you all the time, take it to God. But keep in mind, when you take something to God, you still got a part in it. So if you're asking God for something, you should be preparing yourself or doing the things necessary to receive whatever it is that you're asking God for. So in my case, if I got sinus issues, I can't say to God, well, God help my sinuses and I keep not not want to do the things that's necessary to help my sinuses on my end. I can't just leave it all up to God. Faith without works is dead. That's in Proverbs. So with that being said, I would like to take this time to pivot over to what God would have us talk about on today. 
And as I was seeking God to see what it is he would have me to share with his people, of course, I'm always looking for something that that's going to stick with us and really resonate that we could take and, you know, really think about on the next day, the next week. I try to leave you with thoughts, questions, maybe uh, just, you know, a statement or something that for the next week while you wait, you know, for us to talk again, it's something that we could ponder on and start building with God. So when I was seeking the Lord this week to see what he would have me to bring to his people, this is what came to my mind. It was a simple question that dropped in my spirit. And it simply asked, got character or are you just playing one? Say again, we have to ask ourselves, got character or are you just playing one? <laughs> now, when that came to me, it, it honestly, it was profound to me because I've always thought of the word character. And I know we, we're going to look at what the definition of character is in a moment. But when you think about character, we, I don't know if people normally do, but I know. I disassociated the word character, as in what it describes, from playing a character, which is what we watch. We watch characters on TV and stuff of that nature. So to make it more understandable for us, we have to understand that God is asking us on today, do we exhibit signs of character or do we play a character in life and just pray that nobody know that we're acting? Hmm. Now, before we get into the scriptures of this, I want to look at the definition of what character states. It says the mental and moral qualities distinctive to an individual. That's what the noun is. So character is simply the mental and moral qualities distinctive to an individual. So whatever each of our morals is, whatever our qualities and mental, what we think about, how we feel, how we carry ourselves, defines what our character is, your personality, your nature. So when we say, oh, that's just his personality, that's just in his nature, that's, that's your character that we're talking about. Now, the second definition, of course, a person in a novel play, or movie. So, role is a similar word, persona. So the question is, is it your personality that you're showing or is it a persona that you're living out? Now, that's a question I can't answer for you. I can only answer for me. But this is not an episode where Mike Minister is answering. Now, I'll go ahead and tell you, I try my best and I make sure I'm not a fake person. I, people, anybody that knows me know if you're a fake person, I'm not going to talk about you or act nasty towards you, but I'm not going to deal with you too often because I, I'm just 100%. I believe in being honest with a person. I believe in being who I am at all times. So when you see me now, now, of course, we hope to grow and expand as people and we want to become better people. So, yes, who I am in 2022, 2025, 2030, I should be more improved. What I'm saying is I'm going to still be a, the person that I am, just a better version. You're not going to meet me five years down the road and I was such a loving person now and now who the heck is that is that Mike Minister that's the encouraging dude that nasty brother right there that's what I'm saying so the other part something I tell people all the time especially and we do this we have done we all been guilty of this we have to stop fronting for people whoever you are is who you are 
Now, if you're a bad person and you're a nasty person and you're working on it and you're trying to get better, I'm not saying Mike Minister said don't front for nobody, so I ain't going to try to be nice. I'm just going to be this nasty person that I am. No, I'm, you practice those things. But what I'm saying is if you know we got to stop doing those things, and I say we, I don't do them, but I'm saying we because we all can fall into that place if we're not mindful. But we have to make sure that we're not putting on a show or putting on who we're not to appease people or to fool people. Now, again, if you're practicing being a good person, you're practicing, if you are lying, you got to practice telling the truth and you got to make sure that you got to get to that place because you've been lying so long. Okay, so be it. But what I'm saying is don't be telling the truth in that moment when you know good and well you're about to hit me with a lie the next moment because you just, you're, that's a persona. You're acting like you're an honest person when you know good and well you're being deceptive behind that. So we're going to look at some scriptures, as, of course, but the main thing God wants us to ask ourselves, got character or are you just playing one? The first scripture I want to look at is 1 Samuel, and I'm going to read, it's 1 Samuel, the 16th chapter, and I'm going to read the 7th verse. So it says, but the Lord said unto Samuel, look not on his countenance or on the height of his stature, because I have refused him. For the Lord seeth not as man seeth, for man looketh on the outward appearance, but the Lord looketh on the heart. Now, to give you context on what that scripture is, that scripture was written in 1 Samuel again, and it was during the time of David. Now, at this time, in the context of this scripture, David was a young a young boy, and he and his brother stayed with his father, Jesse. And at this time, Samuel was being sent by the Lord to pick and anoint the next king that was going to be over Israel. At this time, Saul was the king over Israel, but Saul had lost favor in God's eye because he was disobedient. His character was showing that God couldn't trust him. So God needed to find someone who had, who got character and wasn't just playing a role. So he sent Samuel to Jesse. Now, Jesse's had, I think, seven or eight sons, eight if I'm not mistaken, but David was the youngest. And David was one that used to always tend to the sheep. So David was always out tending with the sheep, things of that nature. So he was one of the, like, dusty type kids. Now, his other sons were more, if you would look at them, they were most prestigious looking. And they, were, they would go to battle and they were, like, knights and stuff of that nature. So when Samuel was sent, and in this particular story, when this text was written, when he saw the sons, and of course, in Jesse's mind, if God was sending for the next king, surely he would want one of my sons who look like they're ready for battle when they're going through and they're ready. But Samuel had a distinct instruction from God that God would choose who he wanted. So when he showed him the first son, surely this first son who was prestigious, it has to be the one. This is when this scripture comes in and the Lord said to Samuel, look not on his continents. You're, this is what we do. We say, or we depict a person's character, or we think we know a person's character by how they look, maybe how they dress, maybe how they walk. We think, how many times have we been somewhere and we, we see people like you're in the mall and you look at people and you see people walking by and in our mind, we don't, we're not judging people, but in our mind, we think we know how that person's character is by the way they carry themselves, by the way they move, by what they have on. Surely when you see those people with the, with the Prada on and the Gucci and stuff like that, you, you think 
one or two things. Well, these are uppity people or they're bougie as they have this own. We already we already think we know the character of that person. But God says we shouldn't look at the countenance or the stature of a person. We should be looking at the heart. When you look at the heart of a person, then you'll know if they got character or if they're just playing a role. That's what God understood in this text. So all the sons had better stature and better countenance than David, but God understood what was in David's heart. And what was in David's heart was to do the things that were right before the Lord. He didn't care about being seen. He didn't care about who gave him credit for it. What he cared about, whatever it was that God needed done, he was willing to do. How many of us are willing to stand on our character and it doesn't matter what people think we look like or stuff of that nature because the flip side of that, we can't allow our character to be moved by how people look at us, by how people think of us. You ever had people boost you up and that, you know, now it's good when you get good com comments, compliments, excuse me, good compliments given to you. You got on that shirt that you might have been feeling, you know, well, I got this shirt at this store. I ain't really paid that much for it. I don't really think it looked that tight. Then people start giving you compliments like, oh, man, it's OK to feel better about that shirt. But you shouldn't get to the point where your your character changes and now you're acting like you got gifted to the earth because somebody told you that your shirt looked good. So if you got character, it won't change your humility. But if you're just playing a role, <laughs> then you're going to change. Let's look at the next scripture. And that would be Romans, the first chapter. Excuse me, I apologize. It's Romans, the fifth chapter. And I'm going to read the first through the fifth verse. And. It says, therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And not only so, but we glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulation worketh patience and patience experience and experience hope and hope maketh not ashamed because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. Now, I know I just read a lot to you just now, and you probably was like, man, you done hit me in my head with something right there. How could, could you break that down for yourself? I'm going to do this. I'm going to read it in the ESV version so you'll understand how it plays into patient, excuse me, into character. It says, therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ 
through him, we have also obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand and we rejoice in hope of, of the glory of God. More than that, we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance and endurance produces character and character produces hope and hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given unto us. So what that scripture is saying to you, to us on today is your character should not change due to your situation. When you have suffering going on, that builds your character. Easy life, not going through anything, doesn't challenge who you are, doesn't challenge your moral code. The devil coming to challenge you is what builds your character, what shows your character. So when the devil comes at you, when things are going awry, when your rent is due, when the car's not working right, you'll be able to answer the question that we're asking tonight. Got character or are you playing a role? See, when you say you have faith in God and God tests you on that, does your character show that you have faith in God? Do you not lose your joy? Do you not lose your peace? Do you keep a praise or do you turn into lowly bar? And then you start complaining about everything. Now you're the meanest person that anybody wants to be, don't want to be around. Got character or just playing a role? Because if you show character, then you have hope in the glory of God. And you understand that God won't leave nor forsake you. Character endures. Character worketh. Patience. Character shows that whatever is going on, I am not moved because God is with me and my character is not moved by my situation. We have allowed too many times in our lives, according to what's going on, we adjust our character to fit that. According to who we are around, we allow our character to fit that. My character should not change according to where I'm at or who I'm with. My character should be what it is, no matter the situation or the crowd. Let's look at Philippians, the second chapter. And I want to read the, the 12th through the 16th verse. And it says, Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Do all things without murmurings and disputings, that ye may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God, without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, among whom ye shall shine as lights in the world, holding forth the word of life, that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I have not run in vain, neither labored in vain. In other words, there's a couple of things that that scripture right there is saying. The first part of that is saying that not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence. Now, keep in mind, your character shouldn't only be morally correct when people are watching you or when the pastor or the minister from the church or mother from the church sees you. Your character shouldn't only be correct in those times. Because guess what? When the pastor goes home, God is still seeing you. When you're not around the mother of the church, God still sees you. Those stuff that you hide from your kids, 
God still sees you. And it's the character that we're showing to God that is going to work out our salvation. So we keep wanting to quote unquote play a role for people. But God is searching the hearts of us to see who got character. If you want to make it past the gate, if you want to make it with God, you got to have character. As a matter of fact, when we, we are so to the point where we watch shows and if the person playing the character is not doing a good enough job, we will either not watch the show, turn away from the show. If somebody asks us about the show, man, they ain't really playing good character. They ain't got really good characters on there. So imagine if God is looking down and we don't have character, he'll turn you off. He'll go somewhere else. Why should he stay tuned if your character ain't right? We won't stay tuned if the character on the show ain't right. So we have to make sure we understand you're always in God's presence. So when we're doing things, do it with the right type of character. Don't be complaining. Don't be murmuring and disputing because you don't want you. When God judges you, what you think he's going to judge us on judgment day? Our acts and our character. Why was you mumbling when you were supposed to be helping the people? Why? When I asked you to go and help the brother or sister, you was complaining. Why was you treating them that way? Oh, you smiled in their face, but you was talking about them behind their back. You was playing a role. So we can't look at God and say, God, I ran. God, I labored. But if you didn't do it with the right character, you're doing it in vain. The next scripture I want to look at is Proverbs, the 10th chapter and the 9th verse. And it simply says, he that walketh uprightly walketh surely, but he that perverteth his ways shall be known. In other words, if your character is morally correct, you can walk around with your head held high. You don't have to worry about who sees you. It's like... Matter of fact, you know how, and this, this is not the same, but I'm going to give you a visual. When your character is correct, it's like having that brand new car. And you know you got it right. You've seen, you've seen it. I've been one of those dudes one time, women too. You get that brand new car. You stop at the store. You go to get out. You done got out. The door stays. You could just got out the car and close the door. But you got to get out. You got to stand and look. But people notice. And people see. And it's like, man, how can I get one of them? When you got good character, people notice, people see, even if they are not on that same level where your character is at, they want to get there. That good feeling that they feel being around you, they want to know what that feels like. I want to be able to do that. You ever been around a person that you, that people say, man, this person always complaining. I don't, I, nobody seemed to like this person, but the person get along good with you. Hmm. Could it be that your character has affected them? Now, the flip side of that, because whoever walketh uprightly walketh surely, but the he that perverteth his ways. So if you're playing a role, guess what? When we watch shows, movies, all these characters, all these actors that's playing a role, what are we watching for now when the movies go off? We are looking for the outtakes. We want to see where they missed the line, where they messed up, where they didn't get it right. Because... They were playing a role. So ain't but so much time you could keep that role going to where you're going to miss something. See, character, when it's true, 
Not saying that you won't get some things wrong or miss the mark at times, but the difference is your intentions will be in the right place as opposed to you getting found out and then finding out your intentions was in the wrong place. See, we all make mistakes, but where is your intentions? And your intentions lie where your character is. Now, I want to pivot over just to look at a couple of things quickly as it pertains to character and how we should know ways to look. Signs of, if you want to know if I got character, if I'm playing a role. I want to give you a couple ways that you know. <laughs> if you're showing self-control, that's a sign of a person with good character. Now, why is that? Because you, you don't just run and do everything. That means if you have self-control, that means you take into account whatever it is that you're doing and you won't do things that you know will bring detriment to yourself or others. Person who has integrity, somebody who always looking to do good. We know the people that we could call on that we can trust and we know those conniving people and those sneaking, manipulative people. That's not good character. We all have been there, but if we're still doing those things, we need to cut it out. We got to be honest. That's another sign. Self-sacrifice is a, is a good, in this time, you're looking for somebody with character, look for somebody who ain't selfish right now. Look for somebody who's looking for things bigger than themselves. Because we're living in a time where people are selfish, entitled. It's all about me, 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 me. That's not showing good character. You are supposed to take care of yourself, but you're not supposed to only take care of yourself. That's the difference. The biggest thing for me, and I try to make sure I do this, and this is how I kind of gaze with somebody's character. I don't say it. I don't judge them. I mean, wherever that is where they're at. But this kind of gives me an idea. Accountability. If you're not a person who likes to take accountability, then you don't have the character that God is seeking for. A person who has character is always looking for ways to improve themselves or make sure that they're doing things the right way. If you not want to hold yourself accountable, how can you feel that you have good character? If you know the opposite of that is a person who always passed the buck. For the people that's listening, if you're a person that it's always everybody else's fault, if you always everything that you do wrong is always justified by, well, they did, well, I did it because if you got to start your statement off like that, your character needs to be checked. You're playing a role. I'm just here to help you. Don't be mad at the messenger. Now, if we're going to look at ways to know good character, what hurts? What hurts our character? Hmm. Well, I know. If, you, if you're a person that is arrogant, <laughs> yeah, you think you know it all? How can your character be refined? How can your character be improved if you think you know everything? You don't want to hear nothing from anybody. You can't even get help. Or someone who's unwilling to adapt. Situations don't care about your status, your color, your religious affiliation. Situations come. If you're not willing to adapt to them, then you're not showing good character because that's saying like the word says, that the tribulations come to build your character. So if you're not willing to deal with the tribulations, how are you going to build your character? You can't put the blame on everybody else and not take account. Again, you can't. You got to take accountability and not blame everybody else. Someone who has good character is someone who doesn't just always impulsive, jumping from here to there, jumping to this, jumping to that. We have to make sure 
that we, we look at things through God's eyes, that we take it to God, that we're asking God, how you want me to move? What are these things that you want me to do? How do I back that thought up? Romans 12 and 2 says, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So in order to make sure we have the right character, we surely can't base it off of the morals and the things that we see going on in this world right now. It don't take a rocket scientist. It don't take somebody with 2020 vision with glasses on, with a microscope and a telescope to see how tainted the world is now. So you better be transformed. Be not conformed to this world, but transformed by the renewing of your mind. Every day you should be asking God to renew your mind because every day we see destruction. Every day we see hate. Every day we see zealousness. Every day we see things that don't line up with good character. And it's bombarded to us that a lot of times we don't see the things that do line up with good character or we don't see enough of it. So God renew my mind this morning. Allow me to see those things. Seek out those things that look. Seek out to be the person with good character. Be that person that has character. Because the world, the world, and when I say the world, not everybody in it, but enough is going on to say, where is the character? When we are asking, where's the love now? Where's the people, the, the good people? We're searching. Why are we searching when we could be the ones? If we each start being what we're searching for in that good character, we have a lot more people showing good character instead of playing a role. The last scripture I want to leave with you on this, this evening, and this was a little shorter than what we normally do. I mean, about about the roughly the same time, but not as much. But I'm thankful because this is one of those times where it's certain things that God needs to say to us that don't take a lot of time to talk about. And to be honest, when it comes to this topic and whether or not you got character or playing a role, this is something that we, if we be honest with ourselves, we have an answer for that. And if it's not the right answer, we have an opportunity to change it. So certain things you ain't got, to, I mean, you pray and fast for, for all things, but some things you ain't got to wait and you ain't got to think about it. And, oh God, where is God? Is it talking to me? If you know your character is whack whacked up or in the wrong place or it's not lining up with the moral code of the word and what God is expecting for his people then you know you have work to do don't don't beat yourself up about it. It, it you understand and now you just go through the process of fixing it allowing God to come in so I don't want you to leave this and if you if you ask yourself that question and you see that you have characteristics or things that show bad character it's okay it's not okay to continue doing it but it's okay that you realized it and it's okay that you can move on from it with God's help because Proverbs 22 1 through 4 says a good name is rather to be chosen than great, great riches and loving favor rather than silver and gold the rich and poor meet together the Lord is the maker of them all a prudent man foreseeth the evil and hideth himself but the simple pass on and are punished by humility and the fear of the Lord are riches and honor in life. It doesn't get any more straightforward than that. In life, we should be, because we're living in the time now, it's chase the bag, chase the bag. We need money to survive on this earth. But I'm not going to lose my good name just to get that bag. 
because a good name is rather to be chosen than great riches. Loving favor rather than silver and gold. See, we looking for, we sometimes think our character comes from without. And what I mean by that is we build our character off of how other people see us or what we can do to make ourselves look a certain way. So if you're one of these people, if that's your mind state, we are playing a role. If you got to have a certain look, if you got to be a certain place, you can't go to the store without ironing your shirt and have a crease in your pants and you're, you're playing a role. And the fact that you have to go through that, you're causing yourself unnecessary stress to play a role when you could just be the right person. You can be, because guess what? Whether you're rich or poor, God has made all of us. But the difference is, if you have the right character, you'll perceive the evil and hide yourself. But if you're just out here playing a role, you're going to keep going and end up getting punished. But it's by your character, humility, that leads to the riches, the honor, and the life that God wants for all of us. So I say again, what we have to ask ourselves today, got character? Or are you just playing a role? We thank God for his word. We thank God for this time that we spent. I encourage each and every one of us to do a moral check to see where we stand as far as our character is concerned and always looks for ways to improve and better our character because it is infectious to others. I'd like to close us out in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, God, yet again, for the time that we are spending with one another and with you. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for this platform to be utilized to encourage your people. I'm sending out prayer right now to that mother that's looking for food to put on the table for her kids, for that father that's looking for that job because he just wants to provide for his family. Hallelujah. I'm looking. Thank you, Jesus. We're praying on today. For that person that's looking for a job and they've been having a hard time, I'm asking God that you reveal it to them on today, God. I'm asking that you touch that person that's been looking for ways to improve themselves, all of us, to improve our character, to be more hu hu humble, to be more loving, to be more fearful of stepping outside of your will. We don't fear you like a monster, God, but we are fearful for disappointing you. We are fearful to let you down. We are fearful for people to look at our lives and judge you by what we are doing. We want to be acceptable in your eyesight, God. We want to be the light that shines in the darkness, the light that guides the people to the right place. We thank you, God, on today for the love that you showed us every day of our lives. We thank you for how you touch the sick, how you touch the shut-in, how you touch the orphans. We're asking on today, God, that you touch the prices in the land, touch the gas prices, touch the food prices, touch everything right now, God. Touch the wars, touch the weather, God. Just touch our children, our grandchildren, our families, God. We're asking that you move like you never moved before, but we're going to praise you like never before. We're going to spend time with you like never before. We're going to seek your face like never before. But we understand when we seek you with all our hearts that we will find you, God, because you're not hiding from us. You're just waiting on us. So we thank you again, God, for another chapter in this journey, God. We ask that you continue to give us the things that we need to be better for you and be better for your people. I pray that this week is a blessed one for your people. I pray that you keep them safe and keep them covered. We thank you, God, for your son who gave his life for us. And we thank you for your Holy Ghost that you left with us. It's with these and many other blessings that we pray to you, God, in your son Jesus' name. 
Amen. Remember, God loves you and so do I. Be blessed. To the my minister hour Where you can get some pair of chains Nice and fill of power All you gotta do is take one out Treat the words just like some food Then it get devoured It's gonna help you stay focused Grind hard even they don't notice This the holy water Who gon' help me pose Gonna make a plan and put it in motion They do the most when you chose This for the ones who I spoke Lift you up when you broken Welcome to the my minister hour Where well, you can get some pair of chains Nice and fill of power All you gotta do is take one out Treat the words just like some food then eat.